בוקר טוב, this shiur is לעילוי נשמת ירמיהו בן דוד, ירמיהו בן דוד, רוח אמונת הנכון בגן עדן. We had an interesting class yesterday. We analyzed the, the meaning of the twinship of Yaakov and Esav. And then we, we went a little bit into the sale of the birth, right? We, we attempted to understand what it is. It's still a bit vague. I don't think anybody really knows how, for certain, of course, I think people have, people have their opinions on this matter, but I don't know if people know for certain how it relates to the thing at the end, the bracha at the end. It could be that this is purely monetary, and that one is relating to who gets the bracha to continue the way of Abraham. I want to read for you a, uh, a message I got from Oren Akavan. I love, uh, I love the commentary that people send me. It's, it's the best way. This book that I'm reading, that I won't mention, uh, it's, he's a professor who spent 20 years teaching the parasha in, univer- in a university setting, and he used 20 years of discussion with students to, to get to deeper insights into the Torah. It's, a very, very be- it's beautifully written. And then... And half the time in his book, he quotes this I read in a paper from this student, this I read in a paper from that student. So here, uh, I have a, I'm going to do, do the same thing now. He asks the following. Very curious if you're going to talk about the fact that the Peshat of this week's parasha, we don't really see Esav act like an evil man that the commentary keeps painting him to be. He even looks like a victim of neglect. The only two things I can find are the way he speaks in contrast to Yaakov and the way he disparaged his birthright. It's not very clear why the rabbis make their assumption about how bad, bad, bad Esav really was. So that's a very intelligent um, comment. It's, it's a very intelligent point because one of the things we're going to notice is the, is the discrepancy between Esav in the text and Esav in the Midrash. Esav in the Midrash... If you even look, look at Rashi. What does Rashi say about and Esav was tired? What does Rashi say? Okay, he says, the great of all the nations to Okay, let me look, look at Rashi. I want to find it in the Hebrew. Okay, here. Very Why was he tired? From murdering. Because he was murdering people. What do you mean murdering people? Why, why, why do you have to assume that because murdered. he came back tired, he was just murdering people? Maybe he was murdering people. Was so that, that's a typical example of, of the Midrash taking the Pasuk and purposefully making Esav out to be worse. Now why would the Chachamim do that? So it's a ten- it is a tendency in the Midrashim. Midrashim always make characters in the Torah more extreme. Probably to highlight a point. Because, meaning, what are they doing? I have a feeling what they're doing is, if you look at the text, if you read the text carefully, you will see the flaws in Esav. But if you don't read the text carefully, you will miss them. Now, what is the Chacham's job? What is the rabbi trying to do? And this is my own opinion on what these Midrashim are doing. Highlight it. To, to, if you uh, if you show that the person is evil, then when when we when it, we, we are reading, we, we understand it more. We're going to read very carefully. Yes. We're going to say, wait, why? If the Chachamim saw that he was evil, they must have seen something. Yes. 
So let's look in the text and we'll, and we'll we'll look in the text more attentively to see what that is. I have a feeling that's kind of how the midrashim work. But what we did see explicitly in the text is that he's very impetuous. He's not thinking about the long term. Yeah. I'm going tomorrow. I die. So let me enjoy myself he now. Yeah, no, he didn't care about the the, the no respect. Ride. Forget about the value yeah. of it. No respect whatsoever. But Good. we also know that by have Yitzchak, he 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 was loved, so he had qualities. So now the question is You say The fact that he was loved by Yitzchak Shows that he had some Some, some righteousness well, in him Now here nice. My, 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 nice. my, my point says. there is Does that mean Is that reflecting on Esav Or is that reflecting on Yitzchak It's reflecting on Yitzchak You think it's reflecting on Yitzchak yeah. That he was fooled no, by, he, he was fooled by his son To think that this was the right And the righteous son when his wife had the keener insight and was able to tell that no, it's the younger son who's better. Yes, the point of what's what, what did you learn yesterday? Yesterday, uh, um, that uh, Martin met, talked about and he repeated the uh, Torah of Rabbi Jonathan uh, Sachs okay. saying that you know this is a whole misconception about see usually right after that keta you don't hear about Yitzhak anymore. You know Yitzhak was about to be slaughtered, and you don't hear about him, and he was traumatized apparently you know and he then where did he go right afterwards he went to why to go to be with Hagar. hagars and it's why why because he now at that moment he felt what it is to be almost he he he, he sent away like sent like, away like like, like Ismail. he's about to be take um, take you know his life is about to be taken away so okay. he understood the, the feeling, the feeling of, what, of, Ishmael. of Ishmael. And then what happens then? Only afterwards he was able to, um, when, um, it's, when, when, when Yitzhak always understood that, you know, just because your son, it's very easy, the Rabbi Sachs was saying, it's very easy to love the good son. The mm-hmm. one who's, you know, it's, it's the best. It's the, your you know, work the best as a parent is, is to invest and to really love the, the son. Ah, the okay, let, the me, let me, here, pause. The let, me, let me repeat, let me make sure I understood. There is a there's a clear comparison between Ishmael and Yitzhak because also the stories are almost back to back. When Ishmael gets sent away, and then Yitzhak is almost slaughtered, and both of them have near death experiences, yes. at which point they're saved by an angel mm-hmm. or by God. So the relationship would be so. As, and then what we see is after the Akedah, it seems like Yitzhak. He goes back to the place of Hagar And the Mirashim tell us that he was going to reunite With Hagar and Ishmael We also end up seeing Yitzhak and Ishmael Burying Abraham together yes. So there's some unification that happens at the end So what Rabbi Sachs is saying Is that what Yitzhak learned From his near-death experience and from, and from his experience with Ishmael Is that it's easy to love the son The good son But you need to show love Even for the son who is the banished one who was mm-hmm. the neglected one? So then Yitzchak was purposefully loving the son that he knew was less. Was and he less knew that fit. wasn't going to be the one who is going to be right, the, right. the inheritor of that's the, interesting. Of the so, so the question is: so, so one of the questions in the peshat of the text is how much, how how uh, aware is Yitzchak? So is Yitzchak more simple, and is he just being fooled by Esav, and he likes the fact that Esav is a hunter and a strong man, so he says, oh, I want a strong man because a strong man is going to be a ruler, or is Yitzchak thinking more as like the intelligent parent when he says, well, this son, he's fine psychologically, he's in, he's a good, he's in a good place, but this other son, if I don't show him love, I don't think I'll be able to hold on to him. The same way 
uh, Yishmael suffered, you know, he's thinking my brother Yishmael was a good he boy. He saw it. Was a good boy and he was banished. I don't want that to happen to my own son. So he, he shows love to the, to the son that you would not expect for the sake of kind of helping him out because he sees that he needs the, the extra help. It's, it's a very valid question. Yes. I, I mean, I think it's a very valid point. Very valid. Very. I, I like the two, the, the, both of them, both of these ways of looking at the text make a lot of sense. Okay. Let's do now, we're going to leave the story of Yaakov and Esav for a second. We mm-hmm. go back to the life of Yitzhak. And we're going to have to compare what, is these, what, do, what do his experiences remind us of. Okay. <laughs> there was a famine in the land. Besides for the first famine, what famine is it referring to? That first famine? When Avram went Abraham, the Pasuk tells us. That was in the day of Abraham. And, and, and there's clearly a point there. Meaning he's experiencing what his father experienced. So let's see how it compares. Yitzchak goes to Abimelech, the king of the Pelishtim in Gerar. If, it, if you know, the Pelishtim always dwelled on the coast. So, if, if Yitzchak is going towards the Pelishtim and he's in the east, that means where is he headed? West. He's headed west to Egypt. Yes. Okay. Towards Egypt. So then God appears to him. Don't go to Egypt. Go. Meaning, stop where you are in the Pelishtim, but don't go any further. Dwell in the land that I will tell you. Live in this land and I will be with you and I will bless you. Because to you and to your descendants I will give all of these lands. And I will keep the covenant that I promised with Abraham. What a blessing right away. And I will make your descendants, your, your seed abundant like the stars of the heavens. And I will give to your descendants all of these lands. And through your descendants will be blessed all of the nations of the world. This is exactly the same. <laughs> Why? Because Abraham listened to my voice. And he kept my covenant, mitzvotai, my, my mitzvot, chukotai, my laws, and vetorotai, and my instructions. It's the first sign of zechut avot, actually. <laughs> right, so, so what are we seeing about this? So we have a, this is a very difficult blessing to understand. It's pretty much identical to what Abraham yes, has. Yes, but, but more than the fact that it's identical to what Abraham has, does, does Borei Olam say, I'm giving you this beracha because you are following in my path, because you are... No, because of Abraham. It's purely because of Abraham. Yes. What, what, does Yitzhak not have any sechut? <laughs> yeah, because he says. Read it, read it. He Live in this land, I will be with you, and I will keep the covenant that I made with your father Abraham. And because Abraham listened to my voice. What about Yitzhak? He's not listening to your voice? And another question. Why could Abraham leave Israel but Yitzhak can't? Why can, you know, Why is Yitzchak being forced to stay in Israel? What, what's God's fear? What he goes to Misham? What's going to happen? He can't go to me. He has to. He has to stay in Israel his whole it's life. Not yet. It's not yet. his time to go. So we have, on the one hand, we have Abraham who came from outside Israel and he came to Israel, and then we're going to experience Yaakov, who leaves Israel twice actually, because yes. he leaves once to Haran and he leaves once to Egypt. Egypt. But Yitzchak has to remain in Israel his whole life. Very strange. I'm not even going to give you an answer. I don't know the answer. I'm just pointing out my difficulties in the text. He says here because he was going to be a korban. 
That's the classic midrash, yes. midrashic midrash understanding is that yes. he was an olat temima. Yes. Meaning what? He was a pure korban. And a pure korban should not sully himself with, the, without, with being outside Israel. He has to be pure so he stays in Israel his whole life. But does that... Does that satisfy you? No. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't say. It does not satiate me. Even that midrash is probably brilliant. We just have to understand it. You know, like these midrashim, you take them at face value, and then you you miss the point. So what what would that? What does it mean that he's an olatimima? That he's a pure sacrifice. He's a pure sacrifice. That he should stay in Israel his whole life. Again, maybe these are questions. Maybe, maybe it was not a time for him. You know, Hashem said it's not the time yet. The next one is going to be the one who's going to. So you're saying, is there a qualitative difference between Yitzchak and Yaakov? Yes. You're, you're, maybe Yitzchak is not on that level. Yes. Probably Yaakov. It's a big statement. I mean, each one has his own duty. Each one has his own... Uh, right, right. But again, you see my, my problems with this, this text. He goes, God tells him, I will bless you because of Abraham. I'll bless you because of Abraham twice. And do not go out of Israel. Is God scared that Yitzchak may... Also Abraham, by the way. He also That's, said, Yitzchak can't leave Israel. Uh, point that you're bringing up that he's not where is Yitzchak in the picture yeah, yeah. Maybe, it's very maybe important because have, maybe because he just has kids and maybe like, maybe it's highlighting the idea remember we were talking about how Rivka takes a very yes. prominent place maybe Rivka is the main zakut of the couple Jeez. maybe Yitzchak is more of a you know how Rabbi people claim this I don't know it's impossible some of these things are, are impossible to prove but Rabbi, Rabbi Sachs was saying that he may have been scarred a little bit by, yes. by that near-death experience of the Akedah. So some interpreters say he may have lost a little, you know, whenever you go through a traumatic experience. Yes. And then you, that was a big T trauma. A huge, a huge trauma that he goes through. So then he kind of loses his connection with his father or something like that. Like he has an emotional break with his father. And then Yitzchak for the rest of his life is a bit confused. That's why he's going towards Hagar to try to bring back Hagar. And he's praying all the time and he's very quiet. I'm rhyming. Oh. And, and I don't know what to make of it. I'm just bringing up the options if anybody has an interesting uh, idea. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think well. <laughs> Nobody's sleeping. No, nobody sleeps ever. Okay. Aliyah uh, Cheni. We'll keep all, all these questions in mind. See if maybe we can find answers in the text. Vayeshev Yitzchak Bigrar. Yitzchak then dwells in Gerar, which is the Pelishti area of Abimelech. Mm-hmm. The people of the city asked about his wife, and he said, she's my sister. <laughs> because he was afraid to say, it's my sister, it's my wife. Lest they kill me, the placed people of the place, because of Rivka, because she was a good-looking woman. And it was when the days drew very long by Yashkef Avimelech Melech Pelishtim Be'ad Achalon and Avimelech, the king of the Pelishtim, he looks through a window and he sees Vayar Be'inei Yitzchak Mitzachek at Rivka Ishto and he sees that they are playing playful activity which obviously we can imagine what it is. <laughs> and more and than uh, to, uh, again, what's the proof? What, what is the meaning of the word Mitzachek? How do you know that it has a sexual connotation? From the story of Yosef. Yeah. You look in Rashi. Yeah. I think Rashi points it out. He may point it out. Look at Rashi Mitzachek. Pasuk says. Um, he said the 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 Eshet Potiphar says you brought the kid Litzachek bi. Maybe it says it. Or Litzachek imi. Doesn't say. Okay. 
So there's some sexual connotation, and Avimelech spots them. So Abimelech calls Yitzchak and he says, Behold, she's your wife. Why did you say it's your sister? He said, I was scared that I would die on her behalf. What is this that you did to us? One of my nation people in my, in my tribe or my people yes. well, could have taken your wife and it would have been a sin for us. So Avimelech, he commands his people and he says, whoever touches this man or his wife will surely die. Okay, and then then Yitzchak decides to plant in that field, in that, in that land, in the land of Gerar. So he settles in Gerar with this Avimelech Pelishti guy, and he plants there, but he finds a hundredfold. He becomes very wealthy. You know, he made a hundred X investment, they say. He made a hundred times, he had a hundred times a multiple of his money. Okay, and God bless him. Very interesting. Okay, so there, this is a lot, this is very interesting because we have so much to compare it to. Everything how, how does this compare to the story of Abraham and Abimelech? difference is that this time around I mean it's, it's pretty it's much the same because it, apparently this was the norm in those countries where you go and the people just take kill mm -hmm. somebody's if they want somebody's wife they kill their husband right that's well, that what's, the, what's the key difference in the key between difference this is that this time around nobody not Hashem nobody interfered it was whoa, whoa 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 their, before don't even get there on their own account. no 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 wait what's the, the bigger difference between this story and the previous story that that one Abimelech wanted Abimelech took her. Yeah, yeah. And that's where Abimelech, that's Abimelech I mean. took this her. Time yes. They didn't touch. Yeah. In this story, nobody touches her. Exactly. And how long? How long does it take? Maybe it could be. A, maybe it was a year or something that you're just there, living a normal life, and comfortable enough around them to even be playing, doing something in a in a quasi public place. You know, if you're trying to hide it and you're very scared that somebody's going to you, kill you, you stay in the home. You don't go out. Yeah, we, you'd be very careful. Like but but it seems like if, if Abimelech, of all people, was going to spot them, it seems like they weren't even being so careful, which means that they may have found that the people are they're not they're going not, to take her. They're doing anything. And then, at the very end, what was, what was Abraham's response to Abimelech when Abimelech said, why would you say this? What did Abraham say? Because I don't think there's no fear of God in this place and they will kill me because of my wife. But now what does Yitzchak say? He says, I didn't want to die on her behalf. Not even saying that there's a fear. So there are two ways you could look at it. Either Yitzchak is not as focused on, Abraham was very concerned with people's behavior and he wanted people to be good and he was bothering him that people were bad and he, he ridiculed Abimelech for it. But Yitzchak, it seems like he's just concerned. For his own. I don't want. I don't want. I didn't want for to die. For his own. For his own. He didn't ridicule Abimelech for being uh, not good, or you could say even deeper. Maybe. Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's the fact that Yitzchak had no claim against Abimelech. What if Yitzchak would have told Abimelech because there's no fear of God in this place, and you would have killed me on behalf of my wife? Or Abimelech would have said, fear, "What are you talking about, fear of God? Nobody touched your wife." 
We were here for a year. You were here for a year, and people people let had, you alone. He had no case. No case. So maybe the matter he had, is that he said, you know, perhaps somebody could have taken your wife, and then would have brought sin on us. Ah, and then once Abimelech's response is, and we're upset at you because maybe somebody would have taken your wife and would have brought a, brought sin upon us. Upon us. So what is going so on? So they became God fearing, actually. Ah, uh, so I have a theory. I, I mean, take it From or leave Abraham, it. But maybe after Abraham's experience with these people, they Abraham were, made a at the end of the day. Abraham has a covenant with yes. these people. They became friends. They they were around each other a yes. lot. Yes. Maybe Abraham left a mark. Maybe Abraham succeeded in a certain in a certain way, where he was able to actually influence these people, where they did not just randomly take yes. women. Yes. They showed a little bit of decency and respect, and they had a basic fear of God. Maybe not to the same extent of Abraham, but at least, but something at least, at yes. least enough that yes. that they let Yitzchak live alone. So when they come to Yitzchak, he can't make the same claim that there's no fear of God in this place because maybe there is a little. That's it's very interesting. Um, any other similarities? This after he became very rich, right? He becomes very rich after this experience. But he's not. He's not. Uh, Abimelech was giving him the money. It's not Abimelech giving him the money this there's time. There's no reward. This time, this this time, time he's no doing reward. it himself. This time he's doing it through, yes. I mean, God is doing it God, for him. Yes, Hashem is blessing him. So we see the similarities between Abraham. We also see the differences. There is, it's, it's very hard. If anybody could decipher the character of Yitzhak, they've done a huge favor to the, to the world of the Torah really? readers. He is it's a very, very opaque character. Very vague. Very vague. Very vague character. Um, to the other, uh, any seemed, other, any, anything seemed, else? He, just seems, but, but, he could have been an introverted person. He wasn't. He could have been an introverted. And you know, if you go, like people, Abraham, people, people call. Our, like, in our we, tefillah, we use his name together with Abraham and Yaakov. Yes, most, most kids of, of, of somebody so prominent like Abraham. Be, so there's a couple the of reasons why he may have been introverted. People who go through an intense trauma may turn inwards. Like if you're about, to, if a person's about to be killed by his own father, may turn inwards and become very quiet and pensive. And thoughtful and maybe like rejected That's or even, maybe wow, he feels like, wow. to himself it wasn't like uh, rejected. Right. rejected what else could you say or he what was your or he never thought that he was like his father because his father had a very he's definitely person. very different and very and the different other person. thing you could say is that you know when you're when you're the son of such a great man it becomes very hard to live up but i don't know i think we're being a little bit too judgmental i mean at the end of the jackal says he's in our tefillot Abraham Yitzchak and Yaakov yeah, maybe, but, maybe but, he but represents story, maybe, Do you know the, in the, the Chachamim say he represents the Midah of Din Like Abraham is Rachamim Yitzchak is Din And then Yaakov is a combination of, yes. of Rachamim and Din yes. Meaning Abraham is mercy Yitzchak is true justice And then the combination is Yaakov So maybe I don't know what that means But maybe Abraham is the kind one He's the loving one He's the outward one But Yitzchak is the more internal one No Strict service of God. Don't break the rules. We're, we we don't we don't mess around. We don't leave Israel. We don't do anything inappropriate. We don't risk anything to go out to be and help other people. You know, more of like the opposite end. Mm -hmm. And then they both they both together. You combine them into a person who's very very inward and deep, and has like a, a lot going on from internally, but also has the ability to reach out and influence. And maybe that's that's the 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 perfect combination that we find in Yaakov. So also, by the way, he was chosen by Hashem to be. He, apparently, he got the blessing. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, but again, even when the blessing, he gets it because of Abraham. Yeah. yeah he says that. So a lot of I, I'm leaving you with more questions and answers today, but but at least <laughs> at least we see, at least we're reading the text carefully. At least we're reading the wow. psukim. 
carefully. Uh, this the story is interesting. I, I do I do see a certain level of development in the people and Avimelech's people. This is I actually agree with you because it's a big difference. Yeah, there is there is a big more, difference. It's a big difference. It's the same experience but much different. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Baruch Adonai Amen. 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 Amen.